to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Welcome back. Happy Monday. How you doing? It's the, well, by the time you listen to this, yeah, it's the last day of July. July flew by. I am ready for August. I have a lot of exciting things in August. Oh my gosh. I feel like July was a slower month for me, which was, which was cool. I wanted to stay less busy and then I got antsy and I have lots of things planned for August. So I'm excited for that, but, uh, let's get into today's episode. So I made a post about this earlier in the week and I had some good conversations from it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to dive into it in the podcast. And so uh, the title of today's podcast is five things that higher level thinkers and CEOs struggle with and how to navigate them. And so there are many things that people who are, and when I say CEOs, I don't necessarily mean like CEOs of like major companies. I mean, you should consider yourself a CEO if you are a boss ass bitch or a boss ass uh, bro, I guess, that runs your business. You should be treating it like a business, not like a hobby, because when you treat it like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby, right? And so when I say CEOs, I mean you. I mean you, those of you that are showing up and treating your business as a business. And higher level thinkers, the ones that are the, not necessarily high achievers, yes, they are included in that, but the ones that are wanting to think outside the box, wanting to get creative, um, really moving past fears and limiting beliefs, doesn't mean you don't have any, but you are actively trying to be a participant in navigating those and willing to challenge yourself, willing to get outside your comfort zone. And that doesn't mean all the time. And it doesn't mean it's perfect, but that's, that's kind of who I'm talking to. Um, also in this category, I would typically consider people that are making like, I would say a minimum like five to 10 K. Um, but that doesn't mean if you're listening to this and you're like, one, I don't have a business or two, I don't make that money that you can't listen to this because I do think that one, if you are somebody who's thinking about starting a business or you recently started, this is going to apply to you at some point. And even if you don't, I think that what we're going to talk about are still things that anybody in, um, like a, even a regular job, corporate America or anything like that, you still could possibly struggle with these. So hang in there with me and let's, let's see what happens. Um, so the first thing that, and like I said, there are many, these are just the five that I notice most because I work with higher level thinkers. I am a higher level thinker. I've been doing this for a while. And so I've worked with thousands of people these are probably the top things. So number one is delegating and giving up control. This is one, hey, I struggle with this. And I think I probably struggle with all five of these at some point, whether I still struggle with them in some way or I used to, just know that. But delegating and giving up control, I am a Virgo. I am a manifester in human design. I know what I want. I get shit done. I make shit happen. And so being the Virgo manifester that I am, 
I have a hard time giving up control because not only do I think that the way I do things is great and not that I don't think other people can't do it better because they can. And that's why you pay people to do it because you might be able to do something well, but if you can pay somebody that is it, it's their literal job to do it well, why not? Uh, but really struggling with giving up control of certain aspects of business whether that is social media management, whether that's your inbox, whether that's email, copyright, having an assistant, there are things that when you start to get to those higher levels, and I'm not saying you're making a million dollars a year, that that's great. And the, these could still apply to those people too. But um, I'm, I'm talking about moving in that direction of like those five to 10 K months, um, giving up control and delegating the things that are being a time suck and an energy suck to your life is so important. And I think that we really struggle to give up, to give up control because the people that are achieving big things and are making things happen are typically the ones who see how well they do. And they, they're like, yeah, I rock this. I'm crushing this. This is awesome. And so the idea of giving up that control to someone else feels like something bad could happen to your business or what if they don't do well? What if they, it, what if it, you know, they don't do it the way I like it. And then it affects my business. All of those are yes, a possibility, but there are more benefits to delegating than there are to holding on because there gets to be a breaking point at every point in everybody's life and everything in any way that you, what I always think about it, like having like, you know, uh, suitcases and you get on one train and you're going and you're moving and you're grooving. And then you get to the next train stop. You got to get off that. You got to dump some luggage, maybe pick up some, some new ones, leave the old, and then keep moving. And so you will not be able to, and I can say this with a guarantee, you will not be able to level up from zero to five or five to 10 or 10 to 20 K months. If you, and I'm just using money as like a, a gauger, but there's lots of other things that, that gauge your success. But you will not be able to do that if you are holding on to control because there's only one of you and you only have so much time and energy. And maybe you could even push it pretty far, but you are going to get burnout. You are going to be really stressed out and you could even, which happened to me and has happened to other clients I've worked with, end up resenting your business. And that is not what you want. And so what I recommend doing is figuring out what you want to delegate. And this can even apply to moms. Like, you don't, it, it takes a village, right? You don't need to raise your kid by yourself with absolutely no help. So you need to figure out what you want to delegate. So what are the things that you know are a big time and energy suck that you either don't like doing or don't feel like doing or are willing to give up? Maybe even want to do it, but you're willing to give it up. And then what's that list of things where you're like, there's no fucking way I'm ever giving up any of this. And maybe like eventually you will, but right now, like that's not what you want to do um, because you can kind of make progress towards those. And maybe there's going to be some things that you're never going to give up and that's fine. You figure out what hat you want to wear. Number two is staying too secluded, like in your house or like never really branching out. And I mean that in the sense of like, just on a daily basis, week to week, um, where you never, and again, speaking from experience, you never leave your house. Maybe you go to the grocery store and that's it. You're not like just getting out, maybe going to a coffee shop, going to a different environment, which really helps with creativity. Um, there's something about the collective energy of working with other people, which one, if you have ADHD, it's going to help you focus because it's body doubling, but two, just being in that energy of other people working. Working. There definitely is some energetics about that. But then there's also the piece of it um, where uh, you aren't branching out and networking, where you've done so well by yourself that you're like, oh, well, I've already been this successful. I've already made this much money. I've already had this many clients. I've already seen this much success. 
and I haven't networked or I haven't done too much, why would I need to? Again, you cannot reach the next level unless you do things like that. So I really recommend get start start baby steps. Start with uh, just going out to a coffee shop once once a week. I try to delegate at least once a week where I'm getting out of the house to work. I also have one day a week where I completely take off and I do things out like with whether it be with friends or whatever, just so I'm like getting myself out. It is so easy as an entrepreneur to stay stuck in that space. So then when it comes to like actually networking, like once a month, you don't have to do this like every week because it's going to be annoying and you're going to procrastinate and you're not going to do it. But like once a month or even once every other month, Go look at like events in your area, whether you go to Facebook, whether you go to like Eventbrite, whether you message other entrepreneurs, maybe you look through hashtags on Instagram, look in your local area and find places where you can go to connect. It doesn't have to be like a networking event for other entrepreneurs. It can just be something where you're connecting with other people. Since I have moved to Colorado, I have made the most insane amount of friends. And most of them have been through social media. Some friends, just like regular friends, but I made a lot of entrepreneur friends and being able to like, I've met, like I have my one friend, Julianne, that we literally meet up probably once a week to just like go to a coffee shop and work together. And then we could talk and we vent about our business. It's the best thing. So I highly recommend that. Um, and then, uh, number three, so change, this is, this is the, this is a big one. I think this is probably the most important. Um, this is changing what once worked for us to get to the next level. So again, similar to the first one, if you've been doing something a certain way for so long and it has brought you success, you have made money from it. You have seen success. You have more time and financial freedom, whatever it is. And you realize, and maybe you don't realize that hopefully this is like a wake up call that in order to get to the next level of success, whatever that means for you, you're going to have to do something different. It's very hard to say, this has been working for me. I'm no longer going to do it. And it's not so cut and dry. You don't need to just cut out things that are working for you for the sake of cutting them out. But if there's a puzzle piece that needs to fit, but another puzzle piece kind of needs to move out of the way for you to put the new puzzle piece in, that's kind of what's going to happen. So this can look like, certain habits. Like if you, um, never used to, and then this can, this can go both ways, but if you never used to wake up early and now you realize that you are working on a project for the next year and you need a little bit more time, you might have felt really good waking up without an alarm and doing all that, but maybe you need to change that. Maybe it won't last forever. Um, there might be certain things where you have just been winging it in your business and you, realize that you need to be more structured. This is especially for my ADHD people. You guys know I love to talk about like not being too structured, but you still need some structure. Go back to my episode that that's for ADHD is one of the first episodes. It's called structure equals freedom. We'll check that out. So that might be something where you're like, I've been fine without it, but in order for me to get to the next level, I'm going to need it. Maybe you've been fine without an assistant. You might need an assistant. So there's different things you're going to have to realize of what is important for you. Number four. So this is about finding people that get us. This kind of goes along with the second one about being secluded, but whether that be other entrepreneurs, a mentor, or just someone that understands what we're going through, no one understands entrepreneurs other than other entrepreneurs. So you don't necessarily have to pay someone to be your friend, like having a mentor. That's really great. But like getting out there and becoming friends with other entrepreneurs on social media, I have probably made 10 to 15 new entrepreneur friends and ones that live in my area, which is so fucking cool in the past like three to six months. And so I highly recommend social media is meant to be social, get out there, engage with people, connect with them. 
um, message them. You never know who might want to be friends. And typically in the Instagram algorithm is going to show your stuff to people that are in your area. If I go to my, um, like my stats, um, whatever it's called, my data for my Instagram. And I look at my followers, like it says like this percentage of men and women in the age, the percentage of the city that's the highest, um, is always is Denver. And cause that's like where I am. So I find a lot of people that way. So like you could look like Denver entrepreneur, Denver photographer, Denver, whatever, like again, for your city and find other people that are there. So you can possibly start a group chat, message people, meet up to do coffee. Like it, it's so important. And being an entrepreneur, there's a reason why a lot of people quit. And it's because they try to do it alone, whether they try to do it alone and don't have support or they try to do it alone. They don't have a mentor. They're trying to figure it out on their own. So this is like crucial to your success. And number five is finding work-life balance when we really love what we do. My workaholics, you know, my, 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 uh, content is geared towards a lot of workaholics and finding that work-life balance is so important. We are building this life that we want to have so bad. We want the time freedom. We want the financial freedom, but sometimes we get so caught up in building it that we forget to go live that life. And what I notice and I've done with myself is I say like, oh, I'm going to have more freedom. Like once I hit this goal, but then what, because you haven't worked on why you're a workaholic in the first place and you haven't navigated that as soon as you hit that goal, then you want more. And then you're right back in the same position. So aiming for something like even just taking one day off a week, and I'm talking about in the week, not on a Saturday or Sunday when you're typically taking off anyway. I mean, like during the week, like on a Tuesday or a Monday or a Friday, taking that time off, scheduling time to get out of the house, whether it's for a massage or a pedicure, scheduling time with friends, which might sound silly, but like just doing it on the weekend, I don't think is enough unless you have like the most insane social life on the weekend, but like getting out and going, doing, going out and doing things that make you feel good is absolutely crucial to seeing success with that. So, um, that's it. It's pretty straightforward. This, this week's episode. Um, I, uh, I'm, I, I don't know if I've shared this, this yet, but two, two things that recently happened for me. Um, one, I opened up my six month Voxer mentorship. So that is pretty straightforward. I've talked about it for a podcast. It's basically my one-on-one program without calls. And it's half the price of my one-on-one, which is really nice. You still apply for that through my application, or you can shoot me a DM and we can just chat. Um, I've had a few people do that. So if you're interested and you're like, Hey, I want to know more about the six month mentorship, let me know. And then I recently switched my one-on-one program to four months. And so I I went through this period, but I was just doing month to month because I was testing some things out, but now my program is four month program. And I have three new spots that are open. So if you're looking to work with me and you are a high, high level thinker, if maybe you're making, and I still work with new entrepreneurs, but I um, typically do work with people that are already making like anywhere from five to 10 K months, wanting to grow and see success in, in, in the next level and figure out where the holes are in the logistics of your business. And also the beliefs that you have going on up in the good old noggin. Um, so that application is in the show notes. And I'm going to give you your TLAT of the week. What do you need to change in order to get to your next level? So was it one of these things above? Is it something else? I'd love to know what it is. So I'll see you next week. I'm sending you mad love. Peace out. XOXO, your top love coach.
Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.